You know, Jackie, kalokohan lang naman yung mga trustful na yun eh. Like, I don't believe that it does anything to help me feel better about my office mates. Well, yeah, that's warranted, I guess, based on your own experience. But there can be some activities like a trust fall where they would be meaningful and helpful to some teams. We've seen some of that. Kailangan mo ba ng mas makabuluhang chismisan sa pantry? Listen to more conversations about work, both hot takes and thoughtful takes with me, Carl Javier, and Jackie Caniza on The Imaginable Workplace. Check it out on Spotify and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Bella Perez Rubio, Puma Podcast, and you're listening to Teka Teka News. Balitang thinking, hindi breaking. In this episode... Filipino learners are not academically proficient. Oftentimes, Filipino learners experience emotional abuse and exhaustion. Some Filipino learners suffer from psychological fatigue. And being academically insecure, many of them fail to meet the standards of the demanding and competitive world. Vice President and Education Secretary Sara Duterte unveils her ambitious plan to reform basic education in the Philippines. This is the Basic Education Report 2023. The lack of school infrastructure and resources to support the ideal teaching process is the most pressing issue pounding the Philippine basic education. That's Duterte, speaking before President Marcos, lawmakers, and other high-ranking officials on January 30. She reported on the dismal state of basic education in the Philippines, beginning with the K-12 program. The ongoing review of the K-12 curriculum has revealed that the curriculum content is congested that some prerequisites of identified learning competencies are missing or misplaced, that a significant number of learning competencies cater to higher cognitive demands. K-12 was launched in 2012, and the promise back then was two additional years of basic education would help high school graduates become more employable right out of grade 12. But as it turns out, Employers still very much preferred college graduates, and countless K-12 graduates were left with a broken promise. Industry partners have expressed concern that the time allotment for work immersion is only for familiarization and not for actual skills acquisition. Today, most senior high school graduates find the need to pursue higher education in order to find employment. By the way, when I say dismal, I'm not exaggerating. Duterte cited the results of a 2018 study by the Program for International Students Assessment, or PISA, which showed that 81% of Filipino learners could not deal with basic math problems, 81% had trouble understanding texts of moderate length, and 78% could not recognize correct explanations for scientific phenomena. 
The 2018 study results of the Program for International Students Assessment, or PISA, are distressing, as it is alarming. So how does the administration plan to fix this? First, we will make the curriculum relevant to produce competent, job-ready, active, and responsible citizens. We will revise the K-12 curriculum to make them more responsive to our aspiration as a nation to develop lifelong learners who are imbued with 21st century skills. We will reduce the number of learning areas in K-3 to from 7 to 5 to focus on foundational skills in literacy and numeracy in early grades, particularly among disadvantaged students. We will strengthen our literacy and numeracy programs. We will revitalize our reading, science and technology, and math programs by utilizing the gains of previous programs. The programs will be benchmarked with local and international best practices. We'll pause here, but when we return, more on the Vice President's plan to digitize schools nationwide. Duterte also acknowledged the plight of public school teachers. They've long been overworked and underpaid, and the pandemic only made things worse. The sad reality is the system has failed them. This is a system that burdens them with backbreaking and time-consuming administrative tasks, a system that provides no adequate support and robs them of the opportunity to professionally grow and professionally teach, assist, and guide our learners. So how will the administration ease their burden? We will continuously advocate for additional benefits for our teachers. We will implement the policy on the distribution of teacher workload and payments of teaching overload as provided in the Magna Carta for public school teachers. We have also requested the Department of Budget and Management to expand the coverage for the grant of special hardship allowance. We will work towards addressing issues affecting the net take-home pay of teachers. Duterte says she's also working on getting free annual physical exams and better benefits for DepEd personnel. You might remember that DepEd came under intense scrutiny last year for purchasing outdated laptops at high prices. It was one of several disadvantageous deals made by the previous administration amid the pandemic. Without mentioning the laptops directly, Vice President Duterte acknowledged that procurement was a big problem. Our assessment of the department's procurement practices showed cracks that, if left unresolved, will harm our vision to providing our learners with quality, basic education. These procurement practices also illuminated the concern for transparency and accountability. And given how much Duterte is planning to spend on more laptops, we can only hope that problem will be addressed soon. We will provide e-classroom packages for teaching and learning. Each package will consist of 46 laptops, two charging cards, 
two wireless routers, and one smart TV. This will accelerate the integration of ICT in teaching and learning and institutionalize the blended learning program. There isn't time to lose. The DepEd's inventory show that of the more than 320,000 school buildings across the country, less than half, or only about 104,000, could be considered in good condition. We will provide schools with electricity. In the next five years, we will work towards providing electricity, especially in our last mile schools. We will optimize the use of technology, both online and offline, to ensure that learners have opportunities to learn even in the events of a pandemic or other emergencies. President Marcos quickly threw his support behind Duterte's plans, promising a whole-of-government approach to education. In his speech, right after the basic education report was presented, he minced no words. We have failed them. We have to admit that. We have failed our children. And let us not keep failing them anymore. Otherwise, we will not allow them to become the great Filipinos that we know they can be. The Filipino is better than this. The children are better than this. And that was today's episode of Teca Teca News. Again, I'm Bella Perez Rubio. This episode was produced by Kat Ventura and edited by Mark Casalian. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend or two. And don't forget to follow Teca Teca News and Puma Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. At para sa mga mahilig manood sa YouTube, Puma Podcast na rin po kami doon. Just search Puma Podcast and subscribe to our channel. Thanks for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.